Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Dude, yeah. it's not over yet, dude. It's not, All those it's not people over. standing out in the streets of Pittsburgh, dude, waiting to celebrate a Stanley Cup win. They didn't do it, dude. They didn't do it, dude. They didn't do it. Hey. Yeah. I'm like, I'm stunned. Like, I'm just, I'm like numb and stunned and confused and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything Dude. right now. I don't. It's, um, it's what a crazy. This game, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm confused. Oh well, my god! What what just happened? Tell me what happened. We're we're like I'll ten tell minutes. You what happened. The game I'll ended like exactly ten minutes ago. Happened. I don't know what happened. The, I we all know what just happened. We saw Martin Jones steal a game, and we've been talking about how we need. Or any team that's going to win the Stanley Cup needs to have a goalie that can steal the game. Martin Jones just flat out stole that game. He stole it. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly what just happened. That's what happened. And the Sharks are back in this series because of Martin Jones and of how hot Martin Jones is and how Pittsburgh has been the better skating team in all five games. But Martin Jones is playing at a very high level, and Matt Murray, dude, is not that good. Right. He's not that good. He made a really nice save late in the game, but he's very beatable, especially on his glove side. We've seen it happen. Almost every goal the Sharks have scored have been, you know, they had a nice sequence on the game tonight where they showed they're targeting right between the body and the glove. Right. And he has a hard time making clean glove saves. He's not that good. And if the Sharks can somehow, somehow get constant pressure on Matt Murray, they could win this. I mean, they could win this, dude. But, I mean, the formula is not how they won tonight. I mean, Martin right. Jones should be, he should forget Hillary Clinton. He should be the democratic nominee tonight. <laughs> I mean, this guy was incredible, just straight up incredible. tonight. Absolutely. And, and, and you're right. He's, he's stolen, you know, maybe two games because he had 42. Well, he had 40 saves. Um, in game three, the other game that the Sharks won, and he had forty-four saves tonight. It's just, and the Sharks are getting outshot by Pittsburgh at an almost embarrassing clip. Actually, this series is kind of embarrassing. I think actually to the Sharks. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to be like too much of a downer. I know they just won the game and everything, but I mean they really had no business winning that game. I mean, <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Well, I mean, the way it started. You couldn't have asked for a better start. The right. Sharks were imposing their will upon the Penguins for the first three minutes. And that Zubris penalty 
Notice we didn't see much of Dinah Zubris after that. Neither him nor Wingles played, played in the third. Um, uh, th- that that pants the Sharks. It pants their momentum. Like yeah. it was. That was brutal because I, I think if, if they hadn't taken that penalty, the Sharks the Sharks might have run away with this game. I mean, and I know there was still a lot of game to be played, but there you're one more goal away from Matt Murray getting pulled, and then you get the you know the pinata that is uh, flurry in there, mm-hmm. and then it all kind of starts to go down the toilet for Pittsburgh. It was close. I mean, I think that they could have really had them on the ropes, but then all of a sudden, you're tied. Right. But you got to give the Sharks a ton of credit. Or I think we both said to each other. The end. This is over. This game is over. At 2-2, and then the Pittsburgh just turned on the Jets, and the Sharks were hemmed in their zone for minutes at a time, and you and I both just said, this is it. This is over. This game's over. And they hung on, dude. They yeah. hung on, and you know, a, a player that has taken a lot of heat uh, in the first three rounds, Melker Carlson, is coming up pretty big. Yeah. He had two points today. Uh, he scored uh, in the last game. I'm, I mean, Melker Carlson is playing well. That Tierney line is playing well. And um, he was really good tonight. Logan Couture was really good tonight. Uh, the Sharks found a way to get that third goal, and then they just hung on by their fingernails for dear life. For almost two full periods, they hung on by their fingernails. I don't know how they hung on. It was well. Amazing. I, I think are, are we not giving the Sharks enough credit for how they're playing defensively, or do you think this is all Martin Jones? No, this is all Martin Jones. Yeah, I mean, so defensively, the Sharks are playing horrible. No, they're just, they're just they're just getting dominated. I mean, they're doing the main like the main simple things essentially correctly they're just completely out outmanned i mean they're giving up quality chances and jones is making the save are they making terrible mistakes that lead to breakaways okay not so many of those but there are a couple of those right there have been a couple of those like those odd man rushes and things like that not like in the worst possible way but yeah, I, I wouldn't say that like the Sharks are boxing out and the, the Pens aren't getting any good shots in tight. The Pens are getting good shots in tight. It's just that Jones is making the save. The Sharks are completely outmanned at this point, and I don't understand it. And I guess it's just kind of crazy to me that the Sharks can win two games under these conditions. It just, I don't under, it just, it kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Like I'm a little bit like tripped out by this because the Sharks well, clearly did not deserve to win any of the games in this series, and they won two. It rests on the shoulders of the goalie, how good the goalie is. And the supporting cast for the Sharks has come up strong. I mean, the second and third lines have come up strong because the first line, one of the guys hasn't even played because he's got right. a lower body injury. We'll talk about Tomas Hurdle in a moment. But Thornton has been um, – Pavelski has been very disappointing, obviously zero points in right. the series. Uh, and Thornton has two points, but I think he's been equally as disappointing. Um, <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time Joe Thornton pulled up after he crossed the blue line and and they call it button hooked back. Right. I mean, we'd, we'd be millionaires. It's so frustrating. 
where you see the, the Penguins repeatedly drive the net. I mean, how many times did Evgeny Malkin drive the net? Right. Did he ever pull up, dude? No. He never pulls up. Never. And does he turn it over sometimes? Sure. But does he get some better looks? I just wish the Sharks would knock that crap off. I mean, it's, it's really irritating because then they do that, and then they get a weak shot from the point that is blocked, and the pens counter. Right. And it's killing them. It's killing them. And can they win this series with this recipe of nothing, literally nothing from Jumbo and Pavs? No. Can you even imagine that's possible? No, it's not possible. And yet they're, yet they're in it. I mean, I they're, they're in it. I, yeah, they're back I, in the I, series, I, dude. It almost feels like lightning has struck twice, you know? That's, that's kind of what it feels like. But then again, as you said... We've never been in a position where we can say, oh, goalie stole a game. You know, and there's been goalies throughout the years, some that we've faced, and certainly some that we've seen on other teams, where goalies not only steal a game, but they basically steal a series. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say they can they win the series when, you know, they're this outmatched, but I I guess it's possible. It's possible that this could happen. I just I mean, I'm not going to bet any amount of money on it because it's. I mean, you look at like all the stats; it's just like it's it's just a it's a poop show. <laughs> it's just not it's not it, looking good, and yet somehow they held on. I mean, you're right. I we all thought it was over. You know, maybe they thought to themselves, or the message was, "We're at zero zero again. Just pretend like we didn't just cough up a two goal lead in 20 seconds or whatever it was." Pretended zero zero, and the Sharks managed to get one, and they held on, and it was kind of amazing. Um, and it was also amazing because I'm I'm very glad that the Sharks did not completely embarrass themselves because, frankly, after Monday they were on the way to an absolutely epic embarrassment in the Stanley Cup Finals. I don't know if you want me to go into that, but I I can if you'd like. But luckily, no, that hypothetical situation did not come to pass. That, yeah, I, I don't want to go into it because I think the way I'm trying to look at it and that I hope the Sharks are looking at it is it doesn't matter how they won. They've won. They've won twice. And if we, if you want to take away the first two games in Pittsburgh, the Sharks have won two of the last three. Mm-hmm. So yeah. build on that. Can they win in San Jose on Sunday? Hell yes. The tank is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I don't know, dude. I mean, like, I had so much fun at that Stanley Cup Finals game, uh, even though we lost. It was exhilarating, like, the atmosphere, the pre-show, uh, the fans. It was so much fun. It was such a pleasure and a privilege to be there. Like, I just felt yeah, very blessed to, to be able to go. And... I can't wait to go on Sunday. Like I, it's I think, the, and it's either way, one way or another, it's the last game of the year. It's the last game of the year at the tank. That's right. On I Sunday, mean, and and at this point, you know, we haven't seen the best of the Sharks yet. We have not seen the best of the San Jose Sharks. And if it's in there, if it's in there anywhere, if Pavelski can somehow break out of this this curse that's been put on him, right. And if Joe Thornton can somehow find his game again, this is not impossible. The Penguins should have, we should have been 
in the ground and the funeral should have happened. Mm -hmm. It hasn't. And that's dangerous on the other side. Right. And that the penguins right now are going, well, what the hell? Do, what, what, do we, what else do we have to do? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly these- what I, if the Sharks were in this position, if the Sharks were dominating every game and it was three to two and we were on the road for game six, we'd be tearing our hair out right now. We'd be like, what else do we need? What, what else is there? Like, yeah. how do we win a frigging series here? We're, we're out shooting them like 40 to 20 every game. What else do we need to do? And maybe it goes we- back to Martin Jones, dude. It goes back to Martin Jones. And he's been the best player on on either team yeah in this series and you know and, and crosby kessel and malkin have all been pretty damn good and so is connor sherry mm-hmm. so is crystal tang uh you know those guys have all been really really damn good but i think martin jones right now is the best player in this series and you hope he can just keep it going and the sharks can find an, a way to get that first goal I mean, even though they coughed up the lead, that was huge. Yeah. That was huge. And they they never trailed in this game. And it was the first time in this series that that happened. Right. It was the first time get in the, the series they were actually ahead. It was the first time in the series they were ever ahead. Get the first goal. Yeah. And get the first goal and the tank will go bananas. That's right. And we will, we will will the team to victory. Yeah. I just don't, I, dude, I'm, I'm, for being down 3-2 and for knowing how dramatically outplayed we've been, I'm surprisingly optimistic. I just feel like this team has surprised us over and over and over and over again this year. Why not? Why can't they do this too? Why can't they do this too? Why not? You're, you're right. I wouldn't say I'm optimistic, but I would say you're right. I mean, there's two games. Anything, it's sort of an anything-can-happen situation. The Sharks can come out hot, score the first goal or two, and game six sort of hang on. And then who the hell knows what's going to happen in game seven, right? It could be crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're Pittsburgh and you lose Sunday in San Jose, I mean, you're not the team that's got the momentum anymore. All right. of a sudden, the Sharks are the ones that have won three of the last four, and you're in some trouble. Yeah. Like, and they'll be looking at themselves in the mirror and you hope that Mike Sullivan, who is an experienced coach but not a veteran coach, maybe makes some bad decisions. Right. You know, like I was dying, I was dying for Matt Murray to get pulled tonight so that we can see. <laughs> right. The, uh, I, you know, or maybe we could see some of those young, young players get rattled a little bit. You see Shiri make a mistake or Dumoulin make a mistake or something well, like that. I think that, we saw you know? Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Lost his cool tonight, really, for the first time. Right. At the end of the game, Pickles got under his skin. Uh, and Crosby finally snapped. And good. Good. Let them doubt it a little bit. That's got to be hard. I mean, they were ready to celebrate tonight. Yeah. You kind of feel it. Like, they thought they were going to win tonight. The, yeah. They, they sort of had that feeling of inevitability when they were dominating for so many stretches and somehow the yep. Sharks just held on. Didn't happen. It's crazy. So, crazy. It's crazy, dude. But this whole season has been crazy and so wildly unexpected. So right. no matter what happens on Sunday, I'm just going to try and enjoy every last moment of this because it really has been a great year. And this... If they can somehow find a way to come back from this, right? 
Like it's like one for the ages. Like I mean, this one for the ages it already is, and it it could be one for the ages. The tank is going to be freaking nuclear on Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be the most electric atmosphere we've ever seen in that arena. And I think the team the team usually responds and feeds well off of that. And the Sharks have won big game after big game after big game in the playoffs at home. You're right. They've always answered the bell, dude. Thanks, thanks for the pep talk, dude, because, like, you know, I did not enjoy watching the game tonight. I really did not. Even though they won, I still didn't enjoy it. I was I was preoccupied with this idea that the Sharks would lose in five, they would never lead in the series, and what that meant, and how embarrassing that would be, and this whole thing. And I got into this like cycle of saying like, God, you know, the Sharks are, you know, it's like at one point I I said to myself like the Sharks are a joke, like they were up by two and they coughed up the lead like immediately. And if they had gone on to lose, like that would have been that would have been humiliating. But you know what? They didn't do it. And you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my damnedest to enjoy Game Six. I'm not gonna get all crazy in my head about it. I'm not going to get down on this team. You know, they've, they've won two games against a better team and against some crazy odds. And now that there's only two games left in the season at most, who the hell knows what could happen at this point? Dude, let's talk a little bit about Tomas Hurdle. He has not played in the last three games. Um, there was a report, uh, that was unconfirmed by any, you know, North American media, but that was reported uh, from a European outlet. This was a season ending knee injury. Right. Um, dude, what do you think's going on here? And do you think it's possible that we'll see Hurdle on Sunday night? I think it's a season ending knee injury. <laughs> I think Pete DeBoer is playing a little gamesmanship, wants the other coaching staff to game plan for Tomas Hurdle in case he's into the lineup. I don't, I think there's very little chance, especially. I mean, I don't, obviously we don't know which knee it is. Is it the knee that Dustin Brown destroyed or not? Um, we don't know that, but you know, that, that's something that also, you know, goes into the credit to the Sharks. I mean, they're missing one of their top line forwards. There's not a lot of teams that could, that could withstand that kind of loss. I mean, they're playing Don Scoy. Don Scoy has been a revelation in this entire playoffs. I mean, clearly the Sharks maybe got one of you know, the best sort of rookies in the league for nothing, right? They didn't even have to use a draft pick for this guy. Um, but, you know, clearly Zubris and Wingles have not adequately filled in for the kinds of things that Hurdle can do. So the Sharks are, are you know, they're short. They're short. They need they need Hurdle out there, and they don't have him. And I don't think he's coming back. I think there's no chance. If it's a knee and he's had knee injuries in the past, if it's truly a knee, even if it's the other one, I don't think they're going to come back. They're not going to play around with that kind of stuff. He's a young guy. They they, they need Hurdle and Donskoy and Tierney leading this team into the next generation of, of the Sharks. And they're not going to be playing around with that, I don't think. But Yeah, no, no. I don't think so. Um, we really saw Pete DeBoer lean on Justin Braun and, and Mark Edward Blasick tonight heavy heavy minutes more than we've been seeing in the past you know chris letang still led everybody with 29 minutes but uh braun and vlasic you know we we barely saw dylan and Pollock in the third period i would suspect that that's going to continue with the season on the line dude you're just gonna ride your top guys into the ground right i think you have to i mean I'm, i'm looking at the minutes yeah Pollock's only playing 13 minutes you know that's not 
that's a very low number for even a third pairing defenseman. Dylan only played 11 minutes. I mean, that's about as that's about as minimal as you can play a third pairing at this point. Yeah, so. I mean, I think we saw with good reason why they would be hesitant to roll Polak out there just because, I mean, he, he leveled a very questionable hit yep. uh, along the boards that was not called. Um, you know, you're... You're one bad choice from Roman Polak away from a five-minute major, right? And the game just being straight up over. Um, I don't think Polak has been horrific in these playoffs. You know, I mean, I don't think Dylan and Polak have been horrific. I actually thought they were. I didn't look at the stats, but I, I thought that they were pretty good in Game Four. Actually, um, I noticed Dylan a lot uh, carrying the puck uh, into uh, the. The attacking zone, which which I think is something the other D have been unwilling to do, which is ironic that that Dylan was the one doing it because those two would be the last ones you'd want want doing that play. But um, you know the Sharks forecheck has been unable to be affected because they just haven't been able to even set it up. Right. You know. Um, the Penguins are so good at countering and, and, you know, they block the shots and they just go off to the races. They're looking for odd man rushes. And yeah, they're willing um, to, to do the Scott, you know, they're willing to make the hail Mary pass, try it again and again and again. Right. Because the guy right. who's, who's making the, you know, the do the cherry picker guy is able to get back in the play. Like you can see once the Sharks at the beginning of the game, when they were able to impose their game on the Penguins, even though it was just for three minutes, that was ugly. Yeah. That was ugly for Pittsburgh. Right. They they can't handle the Sharks if the Sharks are able to play their way. Now, the Sharks have not been able to play their way for any sustained period of time. But if they can find a way to get control of the game... Pittsburgh would be in as much trouble if they're playing the Sharks style as the Sharks are playing Pittsburgh style. I think they'd be in even more trouble, actually. So the Sharks have been able to win two games playing Pittsburgh's way. I don't think Pittsburgh can win playing the Sharks' way. Sharks are too physical. Right. They're just bigger. And it's not that the Penguins aren't sheltering people. Justin Schultz only played 12 minutes as a defenseman. That is a very low number for him. So... They right. basically only played 5D tonight. Yeah, I mean, Chris Letang is playing almost 30 minutes, you know, so, I mean, they're, we're going to, game six, we're going to see a ton of their best players and a ton of ours. It's going to be a brawl. It's yep. going to be, it's going to be a brawl. And I, just based on how the Sharks have responded to the call every time at home, I think I think they're going to win. I think we're going to see a game seven, dude, and I think it's just going to be. It's going to be. That would just be so amazing because there's, dude, there's honestly be, anything goes at that point. There's you nothing know? better. It's it's a long flight for Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's a long flight for Pittsburgh tomorrow. They're and, they're and, and the they, Sharks will be playing game seven. They were drinking champagne out of the cup tonight. Instead, they got to get on a plane. Right. right. Their plane's not going to be any fun. That's right, and the Sharks are going to be like. We're playing with house yep. money at this point. Yeah, hell yeah. We probably shouldn't have They're won game three. No one picked us to, you know, after game th- after game two, no one picked us to win the series. Game three was a gift. We barely won. After game four, no one picked us to go very far. And here we are. Could happen, right? 
Yeah. Why not? Why not the Sharks? Why not us? That's been our motto the entire time. Why not us? I, yeah, they're down three-two. Why not us? Still, I just I don't I don't know why. They, winning tonight, they've got a shot. Yeah, they got a shot. They got a shot. Wow. I never thought, you know, after certainly after certainly after game four, I, I did not expect the Sharks to win. No, this game. I mean, I, I think tonight Martin Jones proved his value of the, you know, I would trade I'm, 10 first round draft picks for him at this point. Oh, come on. Okay, let's not get crazy. <laughs> Maybe not that much. Yeah. Please. But no. there's nobody who's unhappy with Martin Jones. No. With Martin I mean, Jones. He's, he's clearly the goalie of the future, right? Yeah, and he's the goalie of right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he could be. You know, he if the Sharks win this series, you can just walk the MVP right over to him. Oh yeah, just hand, give him the con Smythe. You know, this, over, this, the right? second. You know, if, if the Sharks win. Oh man, yeah, amazing, amazing, dude. Well, I don't know if there's any other topics you want to discuss about this. I think we can try to enjoy this win. Look forward to Sunday, the final game of the year at the Tank. It's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere. Uh, I am very much looking forward to it. And uh, go Sharks. Why not us, dude? Go sh- <laughs> Why not us, dude? Go Sharks. Hey, show. Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.